I am praying for steadfastness in my own life. Um, it's easy for us to sprint. It's not so easy for us to run a marathon. My wife is in the middle of training for a marathon. She'd probably be uh, mortified that I mentioned that or mentioned anything about her at all on a prayer call like this. But she's training for a marathon along with her sister. And uh, they're getting up there. They're up to about 16, 17, 18 miles. I believe they have to get to 26. But you got to work at it. And it is difficult. It's nothing like sprinting. Marathon is a whole different animal. Well, we're in a marathon too. You know that? Our Christian life is a marathon. We start. We're saved. There's a beginning. And hopefully... Uh, we finish well. We finish as we take our last breath. We will have a last breath. And um, it's a marathon, this Christian life of ours. And so, in Psalm 78, verse 8, it's very instructive. It reads like this. Well, in verse 7, I suppose we need to Uh, have the sentence start, that they might set their hope in God. Who? The generation to come, according to verse 6, and not forget the works of God, but keep his commandments, and might not be as their fathers, the previous generation, a stubborn and rebellious generation, And what made them to be a stubborn and rebellious generation? Well, it goes on. A generation that set not their heart aright, and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Whose spirit was not steadfast with God. And that's a really uh, instructive little phrase. Whose heart the generation that set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. They set not their heart aright and whose spirit was not steadfast with God. Now, I would just encourage you, as I always like to do for myself, to to apply the words that we read to ourselves. Take it very personally. Set not their heart aright. When you think about that little phrase, setting your heart and the direction of your heart and where you are pointed, I couldn't help but to look up a couple of passages, as I'm sure anybody could, but I'll just refer to to them. Second Chronicles twelve fourteen. Referring to one of the kings here, he did evil because he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. There is this idea of setting one's heart, preparing our heart. It's like we're positioning ourselves. We're getting ready for this journey. We're setting our face in a direction. We're preparing our heart to seek the Lord. It's not a flash in the pan. It's not a 
done once you do it and then it's done. You're preparing your heart for the long term, for the long race ahead of you. And he did evil. He did not prepare his heart to seek the Lord. Ezra 7 verse 10. Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord and to do it and to teach Israel statutes and judgments. There again is this idea that I just want us to uh, feel this idea of preparing our heart. Preparing our heart. Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. So in the Second Chronicles 12.14, he prepared not his heart to seek the Lord. Ezra prepared his heart to seek the law of the Lord. First Chronicles 22.19 David is encouraging his son Solomon. What's he encouraging? He's saying, Son, now set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. Arise therefore and build the sanctuary, etc. But his charge to Solomon was, Son, set your heart and your soul to seek the Lord your God. It would be good for us to understand and apply and live out the meaning of that. Setting our heart to seek the Lord. Is that what we're doing? Is that what we're doing here when we gather together day by day? Are we setting our heart to seek the Lord? That was the charge that David gave. That was the final charge that David gave to Solomon, his son. Some wise advice. Another passage I thought of was Daniel 1, verse 8. Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. Everyone else in Israel, all the other, his other peers, they were just sort of going with the flow, kind of tossed to and fro. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. There is a steadiness. There is a consistency. There is a persistency. Purposed in his heart. Joshua twenty four fifteen. But as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There is an there is a man that has prepared his heart. To seek the Lord, that has set his heart to serve the Lord. As for me, you see, it doesn't matter what anyone else is going to do. It's a good charge for young people because they are usually so affected by their peers. As for me, just like with Daniel, who was a young person, we will serve the Lord. And so, as I say, we are in this race, and it's not a short-term sprint. It's not something that that we're hot today and cold tomorrow, although that, that is often the case with us. But the desire of our heart should be that we are steadfast. And you know that passage, be steadfast unmovable, 
always abounding in the work of the Lord. That should be our goal. Steadfast. And Hebrews 12, 1, I'll just leave this last verse with you. Lay aside every weight and the sin which doth so easily beset us and run with patience. Let us run with patience the race that is set before us. And as I mentioned at the beginning with my wife preparing to run this marathon, it takes tremendous commitment. It takes tremendous sacrifice. It's not going to be uh, something that is won easily or obtained easily. And Hebrews encourages us to lay aside those things that are bogging us down. There is a decisive act of removing from our lives consciously things that are weighing us down. And the sin which does so easily beset us, of course, those things that are sinful that we just keep doing. Lay them aside and let us run with patience. That's persistence. That's your setting your heart, setting your sails in this direction, purposing in your heart, being steadfast, as Psalm 78 verse 8 says, whose spirit was not steadfast with God. And that's what Psalm 78 is a really... It's a prayer for the next generation. And that's what we are praying for, for this next generation. That they won't be like uh, maybe the previous generations. That they will have their heart set aright. And their spirit is steadfast with God. It's not just for the next generation. It's for this generation. It's for me. So... Let's pray that the Lord will give us a steady heart. Let the winds and the waves come at us. Let trials come. The Lord give us a steady heart. Amen.